Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Richie's got his vaccination jab on Saturday morning. Yes. Very excited for you. I had mine on Friday just gone. The only thing I've still got left is top of arm pain. That's really weird. In the news today, uh, it said that um, uh, they've been doing like a survey uh-huh. uh, with thousands uh, amongst uh, those that have had the jab. And that the, the number one... What the most popular thing, and this doesn't happen to everyone, but was sore arm. It reminds me of. Did you used to play a card game on the school bus when you were a kid, where if you lost, you had to be jabbed in the arm, <laughs> the very top, like a little rabbit punch by another kid. I yeah. feel like I've had that. And that is so. It's Wednesday today. That's since Saturday. So that's five days on. Still going. Just tough. You know, us, I don't want to get in trouble here, but us fellas do suffer, don't we? But here you are. You've been working. Uh, you know, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. I never, never even mentioned it. Just you know, quietly, bit of a martyr, really, in many ways. So <laughs> have that back in mind whilst you listen to this show. Been desperate to tell you about this van that I saw a little bit earlier on, uh, just around the corner from us here in central London. Right, standing on the corner of the street, about across the road, mm-hmm. and a van went by for. R&B Building Services, I think was the name. Uh, and it's the R&B bit that's just stuck with me, right? Imagine, just for a second, fly a fancy in that, imagine it was actually a building company staffed entirely by R&B acts. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Who's to say it's not? Uh, so we want to throw down the gauntlet, first hour of the show, right? Uh, who's in the company? Which R&B act? Imagine them in a company f- all around Pat and Fleece. <laughs> and what job in the world of building services are they doing? I've got three, OK? And uh, uh, they're of varying degrees. It's, it's a Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesdays, midweeks, hard work, anything goes. Alicia cuts keys. I love that. That's brilliant. That's perfect. <laughs> has she got a little um, mannequin out the front with a hammer? <laughs> Absolutely has it labelled. <laughs> That's good. Um, the <laughs> Luther Van Hire. I love that. You've not given yourself a big, big enough up here, and these are good. Smokey Robinson fire detectors. It was going to go down with oh. a point. Uh, Paul has tweeted to say Alita Adams and her lovely range of measuring jugs. What does hey. that mean? Alita Adams? I just, Alita. I remember her doing Get Here. But is he saying measuring jugs, Alita? Oh. oh, that makes your other one look pretty damn good, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, and Andy's got in touch to say, another level, loft conversions. <laughs> That's the challenge, first hour of home time That's tonight. Good. Hats off to Stacey, I was very wrong with Luther Van Hire earlier. It's actually Rufa Van Dross. Uh, general house maintenance is never too much. <laughs> He's diversifying, which we like. Uh, Colonel says, Whitney Houston, head of customer services. All complaint emails start with, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, Pete is suggesting that Seal uh, is actually a bathroom and kitchen silicon gun-wielding genius. Oh, my, that'd be so good. And Seal could get a damp ski in as, like, as his trainee, <laughs> YTS. Do the damp course. That'd be fantastic. Oh, oh yes. as it happens there, pun from Firth. <laughs> and, and Nick says, Wu-Tang clad. <laughs> uh, Rich says Craig David uh, is there he's the jack of all trades because he works Monday to Saturday and he only chills on Sundays <laughs> uh, Misha Paris uh, is part of the company uh, she is a specialist in French plastering techniques says Andy very niche work but she's fantastic really do recommend her stuff check out her own, uh, stuff on Instagram uh, Nick says check Ademus and pliers <laughs> It's in the name, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Alexandra, uh, you, you might not remember these guys. Uh, Colour Me Bad. Oh, God, Do you, you remember, remember them? The, oh, I remember them. Uh, Alexandra says they are painters and decorators that don't get a lot of work and they can't fathom out why. <laughs> <laughs> these just keep getting better. Uh, Leon Taylor says uh, Shed 7 by 10 uh, for Total Storage Solution. Uh, we've had two takes on the same band here by two different listeners. Liam says Boilers to Mend. 
Plumbing and heating specialist. Very, very strong. Gavin follows up by saying boys to men paving services. They go to the end of the road. <laughs> very good. Actually, I don't know why I let Shed 7-3. They never are and be in a million years. Uh, so, Leon, uh, that's scratched off. He's off. Uh, Russ says Adele as credit controller. She could chase pavements. That's very strong. Uh, we've got Matt on the line. Who's working at R&B building services for you? Um, it's Gladys Knight and her pipe fitters. <laughs> Fantastic. So what, they come in and do a fantastic job of just redoing your pipes and everything? I think so. I, I don't even know what a pipe fitter is, but I remember my dad mentioning it a lot when I was a kid. I think the clue's in the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Gladys just sits in the van, uh, I don't know, drinking coffee and eating sandwiches or something. Yeah, definitely. Matt's quality, thank you very much. Uh, let's head to Ipswich. Nick, what have you got? It was um, vinyl Richie floor covering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a busy day today, are you, mate? I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy tiling the wall and I was trying to think of somebody for um, somebody to do with tiling, but I couldn't tile. So. But Bonnie? Yeah. Bonnie Tyler? <laughs> that was, that's, yeah, Karen Carpenter. They're all too, they're all too easy, aren't they? Oh, you wanted to go slightly off piece with the whole thing, I like that. <laughs> he <went> final. <laughs> uh, Martin is suggesting that Lionel Richie and the Commodores would provide IT support for the R&B builders with antiquated computers. What a great computer the Commodore was. <laughs> yes. He used to love it. 64, my favourites. Uh, afternoon chaps has this text. How about the Flugees, modern day chimney sweeps? And someone else who doesn't leave their name says Dr. Drains, forever unblocking those pipes. Right, Sarah, give us one more. Who have we got? Bruce Spring Clean. <laughs> 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 so after, after all the other R&B artists have been in and done their work, he cleans the pasta. Love that. Just turns up fully in denim and just washes the place down. To be double denim. It will be double denim. Good point. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Right, something I think you will like uh, next, something that uh, certainly piqued our interest uh, when Nick got in touch with us. Uh, you can do that uh, if you're listening to the podcast of this show or you listen to it live on your way home every night. You can email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, Nick did uh, with uh, something that he gets up to and does that uh, it piqued our interest. So uh, Nick's on the line. Tell us, tell everyone what you do, Nick. I homebrew cider every year and uh, I, I keep big vats in the... Uh in the lock-up and uh, when I run out of bottles I'll have to get the big bat out and bottle them and then drink them. Do you give these to friends and has it got a particular name of the cider that you're famous for doing? It's, it may be a little bit of a barter tool. I do uh, lose a few to friends borrowing tools and various bits and pieces uh, yeah. you know chainsaws and stuff might need a, a couple of bottles of cider going their way but uh, mainly it's just me. The wife doesn't drink it which is excellent. Do you know what the irony is Clanger Cider it's got a bit of a ring to it. Oh, yeah. Clanger cider, I like it. And what is the name of oh. your cider? Have you got a name for it? When I first started brewing it, uh, my wife uh, used to uh, print labels, and it was uh, something like Kick-Ass or something. Well, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Kick-Ass. I, I can't what it was now. Fantastic. Well, we'll have to uh, sample a bit when we all get back to normal. Looking forward to that. Big star. Uh, Katie says, we used to make rice and raisin wine. (laughs) We'd give some to our neighbours and they drank it like pop. Their hangovers lasted three days. It's a no from me, thanks, Katie. Sounds like moonshine. Nikki says, I make limoncello, chilli grappa and a fennel-based digestive... What? Is that a digestive? A fennel-based digestive as a gift for friends. No one has had the courage to try them, myself. 
Never had the tr- courage to try them myself, but no one's died yet, says Nikki. So she's handing them out and she's never even tasted it. It's unbelievable. Dr S says, we brew mead at home. I'm trying to find a local beekeeper as the honey is currently bankrupting us. I'll have to put her in touch with my father-in-law. Uh, right, get ready for this. Chris, what do you do? Well, I I, I reheard you asking and it, you said home brew and this isn't so much home brew, it's a disgusting cake. Um, made from liver, which dogs like, people probably not so much. See, now, I, I get a lot of stick. For my, my favourite dinner that my mum cooks is liver, bacon and onion. So is it down oh, that disgusting. kind of run? Really? No, no, God, no. My, I've got a wolf dog and he's fed on raw. Um, so we cook up... Oh, it, I, I trust me. We have to clean the blender about twelve times after I make this disgusting mess. But so, then you bake it, and it comes out looking like a lovely chocolate cake. So hang on, so I need to understand exactly what this is because it is still cake. I, I watched a celebrity bake off last night. I love cake. <laughs> so this, is, but this is this is solely for your dogs, and it is a yeah, cake that you bake made out of liver. Correct. It's liver, eggs, flour, tiny bit of garlic. And yeah, put it in the oven for about 35 minutes, chop it into very small pieces, and you have perfect training treats. Hands up right now, listening to Home Time, if you think that just does actually sound all right. I'll give that a go. <laughs> There's two hands up in the studio. Did that in a bit of oil if you're in a restaurant, that'd be a perfect starter. <laughs> <laughs> it could well be, but trust me, I mean, I it makes me wretch making it. So my dog's very lucky that his mummy does that for him. <laughs> Chris, that's amazing. Thank you so much for explaining it to us. We love it. Good to hear from you. Bye. Take care. Val, what are you doing? I actually make blackberry whiskey um, in the winter, or when I can get blackberries, actually. I have tried rhubarb gin, but it's a bit delicate, so I do raspberry gin. That's amazing, because I mean, I'll, I'll have a snifter of whiskey most evenings, I'll be honest with you. And right. I've never been anywhere near blackberry whiskey. How, how, how does that work? It's basically 600 um, grams of blackberries, it's almost a litre bottle of, um, of whiskey, and I just use Sainsbury's own blend. <laughs> right. And you put, it in some, you put it in some jars with some sugar. Don't put too much sugar in, um, because you can always adjust it. Um, and then you have to leave it for a minimum of six weeks. Wow. Um, and it gets stuck away. Um, you taste it, um, add some more sugar if you need to, um, and then just make sure you keep sort of like tasting it a little so it doesn't go because if you leave the, the blackberries in too long it goes woody and it's absolutely stunning I've given it away and um, uh, I wish I hadn't <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Val you could be on some food and drink programme <laughs> I also make my own triple sec and I make my own grenadine as well for cocktails Wow brilliant so, so there's um, no real ale going on around at your house Val is that? Do you know what I mean? It's all the oh god no Oh finesse. god no Oh god no you know, um, it's basically have vodka or gin, and I can do virtually anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I have vodka or gin, I can virtually do anything as well. So uh, it's amazing. We've got Mark on the line. What do you homebrew? Uh, well, I've been doing it for about fifteen years now, and um, it's coming with a labour of love. Something I really enjoy doing, and it's very satisfying drinking your own beer at the end of the day. And, and is there a name of this this beer that of which you brew, Mark? Uh, I do different types, but I've done one which is a very um, a dark like porter. About 6.5%, I call that a Fen Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an amazing name that is. And do you give it away to friends and stuff like that, or use it to barter? Oh, I try not to. But, um, call me selfish, but I'll brood it, I'll drink it. Now, Mark, oh. if you were to start uh, making some Fen Tiger right now, uh, <laughs> give us a date that it would be ready to drink. Yeah, about six weeks. 
It's quite strong. It takes a bit longer to condition than other beers. The best things come to those that wait. Exactly. Na 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 na. Baby, change it up, change it up. Baby, change it up. You'll be singing along with us you we're earworm for the rest of the evening. All right. Change it up. So every week, I mean, ironically, we change it up every week. There's a different game every single week. Yeah. Okay? This isn't something, it's not going to be the same each week. Like, what's it's an like? apology already. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to do this once. What did we do last week? Uh, live act or laminate. That was, it was so good. <laughs> the price doesn't change. You are playing for the home time muck, the home time face mask, the home time tea towel and... The signed photo. Signed photo. Okay. Change it up. Here's how it works. I have a pocket full of change. (laughs) (laughs) Bear with him on this. I have a pocket full of change. Who carries change these days? I do. Pocket full of change. I'm about to jump sexily, I'll have you know, Uh into the microphone. You're going to hear the change jangle in my rear buttock pocket. Okay, you have to identify from the sound of the change how much change is in there. Uh, in the briefing before we were about to do this at the end of the song, uh, producer Adam and I had no idea that the cash would be transferred to the buttock pocket. That's provocative. <laughs> it's got a bit more shape than the hip. It's a little bit like the, that uh, Bruce Springsteen album cover, isn't it? That's it what is I'm imagining. Bit. So, listen up, all right? Have a listen to this change, jump, <laughs> jumping in the buttock pocket, uh, and then 0330 Two three twelve fifteen to call and guess how much is in there. Right, lower the microphone down towards your buttock area, and you might be thinking to yourself, oh, "I'm not getting involved. It's too late." You're going to have a th- think in your mind to see whether you can work out how much money is actually in there. Have a listen to this. Here we go. Three, two, two one. Give it one more go. It's a bit underwhelming, isn't it? Here we. <laughs> now, that I mean it. It's hard to work. I don't know how much money's in there. It's hard to work out whether there's a lot. I'm going to give it a provocative jangle with my wrist. Here we go. This is twerking, and it's just absolutely eye-watering from here. Okay. Okay, then. So, change it up. How much is in there? Can you guess? Let's go to the phones. Who's this? It's Paul from Leicester. Paul from Leicester. You've heard Richie shake his tush. How much money do you think he's got in his back pocket? £1.43. Paul, £1.43. I can tell you that's an incorrect guess, but it might turn out to be the closest. Well done. Thanks, Paul. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hello, it's Tina. Tina, lovely to speak to you. Uh, where are you calling us from? <laughs> Opposite you, my love. <laughs> what? Tina from my road in Leon C. <laughs> yes. It's good to have neighbours call in. Uh, <laughs> I'd be disconcerted. Tina, hopefully this isn't any form of a, uh, an emergency situation. You're just phoning in to find out how much change Richie's got in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tina. It sounds all coppers to me. You sound like Richie's a man that goes around like, uh, uh, you know, someone who works at a arcades with a load of two-pence pieces. Well, yeah. Put yeah, a figure on it, that. Tina. Why else, you, why else would you have a pocket of change? We're going to need a figure, Tina. £2.93. £2.93. Is incorrect, but it might turn out to be closest. Thank you, Tina. OK. Home time with Bush and Richie, who's this? It's James. James, let's have a guess from you. How much is in the pocket? I'm guessing... Sounds like there's a few pound coins in there, I'd say. So I'm guessing about £8.50. Whoa, that's a big <laughs> amount of cash to be carrying around. I like the sound of that. It's there not it It's not a correct guess, but it might turn out to be the closest. Thanks, James. All right, thank you. Home time, who's this? Hi, it's Vicky. Vicky, what do you reckon Richie's got in his back pocket? 
I think £1.57. £1.57, we're heading backwards, it's an incorrect guess, but it might turn out to be the closest, and that's a catchphrase that needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> right, one more call. Bush and Richie, who's this? It's Ian. Ian, where are you calling us from? I'm, at the moment, fighting my way through London traffic. Good lads, you need a bit of a distraction. How much change has Richie got in his back pocket? I think he's got £4.68. £4.68, right. Uh, we have had five guesses. One of them, obviously, is the closest. Ooh. <laughs> is it Paul? Is it Tina? Is it James? Is it Vicky? Is it Ian? We'll find out next. na 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 Baby, change it up, change it up. Baby, change it up. You have been guessing how much change Richie's got in his back pocket. He's been jumping around. He's been twerking him anyways. I don't even know how much money's in there. Uh, the change is out of the pocket now. See me hand. Oh, it sounds slightly different now that you can actually yeah. hear it. Do you know what I mean? If you were taking part now, would you change your guess? It's too late because the money's been counted. It's too late to change it up. <laughs> the results have been tabulated. Uh, let's speak to the winner. Hello? Hello? Hello, Ian. How are you? It's Bush and Richie. (laughs) An anticlimactic end (laughs) to change it up. Ian, how are you? Very well, thank you. Oh, we've got you now. Richie's got an amazing bit of news for you, Ian. Right. You guessed that there was £4.68 in my pocket. Ian, I can tell you. There was £3.96. It was the closest that anybody guessed. You've won the inaugural and possibly last. <laughs> Change it up. Excellent. <laughs> Tell him what he's won. Tell him what he's won. He's won uh, the home time mug, the home time face mask, the home time tea towel, and of course, the sign photo. Hey, that's brilliant. That's cheered me up driving through London. Superb. Well, listen, what, what a fantastic way to end your Wednesday evening. Thanks for playing. I'm only just started, actually. <laughs> With a parrot? Doing the, no, I'm doing the night shift. I'm um, building a recording studio and we're only allowed to work at night time. All right. Richie's got a point, though. Do you have a parrot in the car with you? No. OK. Either that, I guess some WD-40 if that's a radio <laughs> studio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How would you react if I came around and punched your... Arm right now. It would be like one of those people back in BCG days. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking exactly that. Do you remember there used to be a laddie who like, would go around and punch your BCG? That wasn't me, by the way. I was head boy. There you go. <laughs> 